listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Your dude is back. The Maybach Coop is back. Tell the whole world the truth is back. You ain't got to argue about who can rap because the proof is back. Just through my raps. Just go through my raps. New York, New York. Yeah, where the troopers at? Where my hustlers? Where my boosters at? I don't care what you do for stacks. You know the whole world glued your back to the wall. You got a brawl. Do that. I've been through that. Been shot at. Shoot back. Got to keep a piece, piece like a boot ass. Oh, wait. They wrote it twice. Anyway. Got to keep a piece <laughs> like a Buddhist. Uh, and I ain't the new Jack. Nobody going Wesley snipe me. It's less than likely. Move back. Hey. Welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Um, and of course, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Just search the Black Guy Tips. We'll come up, leave us five star reviews if you like them. We'll read them on the show. We appreciate everybody. It takes time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball, extreme uh and uh you know um it's a lot of stuff to talk about i will say one thing i did do today i watched the full season two of uh happen leonard and it was really good but season one was good it comes on sundance channel i don't know if everybody gets that or not but season one was good but season two has been way it was way better and uh in case y'all don't know um uh the dude michael k williams i think is his name he plays omar on the wire he's on there okay hold on i got his name right hold on i fuck that up anyway um he's on there as like the lead and um he's he's great on there um and the story takes place in the south and the story is about uh, um uh basically a, a a serial murder um mystery and the thing that i liked about it is the show ha- t- happens in the south and the fr- season one was pretty good it was a little outlandish at times but the thing that i noticed and me and justin kind of reviewed it was that the racism is off the like it's so it feels authentic okay right. it doesn't feel like tv racism no no because i seen was seeing bits and pieces but that woman at the church and that shit was hilarious yeah it's like set like this took place in the 80s the last one took place in the 70s so the racism was a little more pronounced but there's still racism in this joint uh it's almost like in the heat of the night kind of a little bit with the racism um but the the way that i I love this this season is because it was so black the mystery really revolved around these black children that went missing and the police just never did anything about it and so that was like 20 something black children that were missing wow and they were trying to solve this mystery of these missing black kids and they got caught up in the middle of it and it's like a huge conspiracy and all these twists and turns um and you're dealing with the police you're dealing with interracial dating you're dealing with um you know racism obviously uh the drug epidemic at the time like all that but it's so well done um they have a character in there named meemaw that uh reminds me of my great grandmama like the way she was talking and stuff it was uh, it's such a great black show man and it's one of those shows that you wouldn't count it as black like if you saw a preview for it you probably wouldn't even think it would be that black but i'm telling y'all that's people that watch the show y'all might enjoy it because uh they listen to the podcast y'all might enjoy it because it was black as fuck man and it just it it did a lot of uh hitting themes home without 
completely because it's also very funny and you know some of the jokes hit some of them don't you know some of it is very stuck in the 80s type humor you know um but one of the things that i thought it did well was um it hit at certain things without feeling preachy right so you know stuff like the fact that police don't go looking for kids because they black it was like a, a major thing without having to be so you know over the top and the opening to episode three is just one of the best openings i've ever seen on a tv show um uh it just it's a fucking outstanding show man anyway um let's talk about all the stuff that's going on guys all right a lot of news happening uh miss usa is walking back her comments already you know she said uh she ain't a feminist she likes to wear equalist uh she also said that healthcare is a privilege and not a right uh for her answers during the pageant mm-hmm. well she went on um uh the uh what's the show that uh uh good morning america um where she got interviewed because you know they do like the media tour afterwards and mm-hmm. obviously after you have some controversial answers like that they're probably giving you media training and saying hey you need to clean this shit up a little bit um so she used her first interview since winning miss america to backtrack on her statements um in an interview with Kara mccullough she said that she would not change anything she said in her quest for the crown but would have liked to have some more time for her answers to the questions that were asked in the other contestants it was during the question and answer segment of the uh of the, of the pageant when the representative of the of dc uh caused a bit of a firestorm by suggesting that health care was a privilege rather than a right and implying that she did not believe in feminism mccullough 25 said on tuesday that she man she's 25 wow that really changes the way i was viewing that because i always thought those i always thought I the miss usa people were like 18 or so 21 yeah i don't realize they that's i mean you've lived some life you, that's not i mean it's still kind of young but it's not that young to be that stupid you know uh that she did believe the health care uh should be universal right and meant to say that she felt privileged to have coverage meanwhile i mean while reassuring host michael strahan that she was a supporter of women's rights uh winning the title obviously but put you in the spotlight but another thing that put heat on you is the online is that online a lot of comments have been made over your comments about healthcare. strahan said to mccullough at the top of the interview uh you call it a privilege not a right were you surprised by the reaction online mccullough who had 36 hours to practice a response to that question said the straight hand not at all i believe that's what america is based on having opinions and views but i would like to just take this moment to truly just clarify because i am a woman i'm going to own what i said i'm privileged to have health care and i do believe that it should be a right and i hope and pray moving forward that health care is a right for all worldwide that that so she really did backtrack on the answer she's saying like she didn't like i'm standing by what i said i'm not changing what i'm saying at all but it's not a privilege it's a right uh somebody said you better fix this yeah so um yeah it's that thing too where backtracking is seen as weakness so i can't say look i fucked up i i think it should be a right for everybody i don't think it should be a privilege i mean it's smart for her to fix it i'm not Mm -hmm. wrong you know wrong but you you know you are going back on what you said yeah i think she's trying to walk that line of being like um well it's a privilege right now but it should be a right one day i hope you know i can only pray um but yeah she also clarified her um 
her comments on feminism um she said for me where i work with the nuclear regulatory commission equalism no matter your gender you're the same accolades of on your work so i believe the person does a good job they should be you know credited for that in a sense she went on to say but i don't want anyone to look at that i'm not about women's rights um i'm not about women's rights we deserve a lot when it comes to the opportunity in the workplace as well as leadership positions and seeing and witness firsthand the impacts women have uh she uh she's a scientist working on for the u.s nuclear regulatory commission who was born in italy and raised in virginia she said she wants to inspire children to pursue careers in the field of science technology engineering and mathematics as part of her platform uh yeah you know one thing that would be interesting about that because she always switches to that equalism thing which if it's a thing i haven't heard of it until she brought it up so it could just be my lack of knowledge right i don't Um, i don't run equal equal liberal equalism yeah but um it's also kind of weird because um nobody like feminism for the most part the definition is about equality between men and women so it's very weird to replace that word with that word um, like you said yesterday it's one of the things where people just don't want to claim it because uh people have made it such a negative word that it makes even people that actually stand for it fight against it which is actually counterproductive right um it's like you're afraid of the word uh feminism you know what i mean so you're just coming up with something else i believe the same things but i just won't be saying that Um, you know but uh yeah at any rate um she tried to backtrack a little bit so um yeah um also the other thing the other reason i find it weird when she talks about equalism and stuff she frames it as in the workplace but feminism talks about a lot of stuff outside of the workplace as well you know things like reproductive rights you know what i mean like health care uh you know maternity like maternity leave is a workplace issue she doesn't bring that up it's not just about getting your achievements and getting the credit for that you deserve uh it's not even just about equal pay you know there's a lot more to it than just you know uh this equalism shit which um she tries to substitute in you know but whatever uh dave chappelle says he's sorry for saying give trump a chance uh all right uh that sounds reasonable comedian Dave Chappelle says he regrets asking the nation to give president trump a chance uh he hosted the first saturday night live after the election november uh, in november saying he would give trump a chance at the robin hood foundation benefit in new york city on monday the comedian apologized for doing so according to nbc's willie geist Dave Chappelle tonight in new york on his november uh snl monologue i was the first guy on tv to say give trump a chance fucked up sorry uh <laughs> yeah, ain't, ain't no long explanation mm-hmm. no and i wonder if because this happens a lot with comedy i wonder if this was just a joke like just to break the tension in the room not saying he doesn't mean it right but just it wasn't something he said with like a profound like listen guys i'm sorry like if it was just you know especially when you add that i fucked up like that's just more of a like ha 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 you know 
type of response but people do this with comedy a lot they write about comedy like it's serious right and they write about comedians like they got on stage and gave a speech when they actually got on stage and made jokes correct um which is a big tactic people use when they want to take someone out of context or when they want to try to make a comedian seem dangerous and scary as opposed to maybe they joke wasn't funny but they also aren't hitler like they're not trying to lead the world until the next like they're not like let's round up all the niggas and kill them they just made a a joke you don't agree with you know Mm -hmm. um but they when you write about it out of context or on social media and you make it very serious it's like dave Chappelle apologized it's like well did he really apologize or was he making a joke you know so i bet he was making a joke i would need to hear the audio of that before i can say he really that would apologized. make a big difference yeah because the thing about comedy is that you got in my opinion and maybe i'm old school i want to hear it because hearing it you hear inflections you hear tones mm-hmm. that makes a big difference on how something is presented also honestly man he don't need to apologize mm-hmm. it's not like him saying that the, the election was over giving him a chance and not giving him a chance wasn't really a thing that mattered to me. like everybody that was saying that i was just like we don't have a choice he he gonna get a whole lot of chances the same country that elected him is you know the same country he's gonna govern like motherfuckers was acting like it was up to me like i could go in and be like nope not giving him a chance and he would have to turn around and lead the white house that's not how it works i wish but no yeah um i only wanted to report this just uh as a quick aside it's not really even major news it's actually old news because i don't remember reporting it when it happened but i do remember reporting the misinformation so uh or maybe we did and i just forgot but i and and now over time it's just changed but there's been this thing where you know we talked about Nicki minaj giving that scholarship mm-hmm. to people and paying mm-hmm. people's student loans and one of the things that people said was like well she paid off her she paid her brother's bail and, and fees and, and all this shit and i was like damn i mean i guess that's i understand she would do it and i also understand why people would think it was fucked up well, correct well she didn't bail out her brother her mom did with mm-hmm. by putting up her house now nikki bought her house but she bought her house a long time before this right she didn't buy her house specifically for her to turn around and bail out her pedophile brother correct um and i think it does matter like that Mm -hmm. in the context of this because i can't control my mom like moms doing do some crazy shit for their kids uh i can't control that but i can you know but the slander from it um you know especially with her being a black woman uh i can like i think it was kind of quick to throw her out like like she did the crime or whatever um that being said it's still her brother i haven't really heard her talk about it i don't even know and and it's that thing that i say i hope none of my family ever does something fucked up because i don't want to be in a situation where i talked about the best thing i can probably do is not say anything which is probably what i do you know and because it's always people on the outside looking in that just don't have a dog in a fight that's talk about how they would do this that and the other but it's like we don't really you just don't know till you get there and you hope that you can do that shit i don't know right you don't ever know how you're gonna respond to a situation until you're actually placed in the situation yeah like it's just really easy to just throw somebody under the bus like that but i, I really honestly truly just hope the people around me don't do fucked up shit because i don't want to be out here having it you know because people always do this to like mothers and siblings and neighbors and shit when they're like so what'd you think about the serial killer dog eater 
right. you know puppy rapist or whatever and then the person's always like well he was nice to me if that's the truth that's the truth but people right. get mad at them for saying that you know dylan roof might have been a sociopath but he wasn't a sociopath to everybody no, he, wasn't. he didn't kill everybody so why even interview his friends his friends aren't going to come out and you know like on a rare occasion will somebody come out and be like well actually he was crazy as hell he said he's gonna kill people he said he didn't give a fuck i was like you should do it dog you know most of the time ah, you ain't gonna get that too yeah most of the time it's like i don't know he was quiet you know what i mean kept to himself right so uh at any rate uh i just thought that was interesting that the correction to the information did not spread nearly as fast as the misinformation and for the record when i googled oh. this the misinformation is still widely out there oh, yeah. like, there's way more articles saying she did pay for her brother's defense and all this shit than there are uh that say actually that's her mom put up the house and that's how that's that's being paid for right. um let's it's see one of those things where it's a lose-lose situation you know like you said you might as well be quiet because even if you come out and said you didn't do it people are going to believe you did anyway so why even waste your time yep the lie spread faster than the truth that's that's for real mm-hmm. uh a pennsylvania judge is uh being a piece of shit he suggested that a 18 year old boy pay a symbolic fine of one dollar for each time that he groped a 15 year old girl before waiving the fee altogether uh yep you heard me right a pennsylvania judge came under fire for callously suggesting the teenage boy should pay one dollar for each time he groped a younger girl common please senior judge lester g nahouse uh uh decided on the nominal amount during a court hearing last week the defendant who had been named because he was under 18 when the harassment happened or hasn't been named uh had been found guilty of harassment and initially fined 300 dollars. his appeal led to a new hearing during which the judge attempted to revise the sum during the appeal session the boy's attorney don walters acknowledged the boy had touched the victim who according to buzzfeed news a 15 year old girl in various inappropriate sexual manners over a period of time walters also pointed out that the teen didn't have any money to pay the fine and asked that he be given community service instead the victim who was present at the hearing along with her attacker uh told Nahouse that the boy had groped her several times in the middle school and high school uh Nahouse agreed with community service suggestion and drastically re- revised the amount of money the boy would owe at first declaring he would owe a three dollar fine the judge then appeared to give the idea more thought and said how many times did he touch you the victim said i'm going to say about six times and he responded a six dollar fine upon hearing the suggestion assistant district attorney jeff tissick tried to fight uh back it is just highly uh inappropriate to tell a young girl that inappropriate touching is worth a dollar a time right the judge however repeated the defense's argument that the boy didn't have any money asking what do you want me to find him tissick replied that it's not the point to which know how shot back of course it's the point the assistant district attorney tried to explain i just i don't care if the fine is zero dollars it's highly inappropriate to tell a young girl that and that's when the judge jumped at the comment ultimately declared the fine would in fact be waived completely leaving the defendant with 20 days of community service 90 days of probation during which he has to stay away from the girl uh the judge claimed to feel badly for the victim but added that it really isn't much i can do uh in a bizarre moment during the hearing he said he could name at least one adult who thinks that 
presumably go over the woman's body is okay the judge added the person he was referring to was an important guy so i guess president trump so he tried to make a joke about the trump president trump thinks it's okay to grow okay <sighs> ask if he was referred to donald trump by his comments about grabbing a woman by the pussy the judge told the newspaper i was referencing that we live in this really crass inappropriate society where people talk like this all the time in response to the callous suggestion district attorney stephen a zappler jr uh, had threatened to report the judge to a watchdog mm-hmm. such conduct has conduct has no place in our system and the district mm-hmm. attorney will bring it to the attention of the appropriate persons and if necessary the judicial conduct board um the judge has attracted criticism in the past in 2013 he ordered he ordered former pennsylvania state supreme court justice joan ori melvin who who was convicted in a corruption case to pose a handcuffs for a photo he then required her to send a picture to every pennsylvania judge with a handwritten note of apology and the appellate court deemed the handwritten missives acceptable but shot down the photo idea (sighs) yeah i don't know what the fuck this dude was thinking honestly i mean and then like to try to put like a price on her being groped and then to tell her like six, okay six dollars a dollar a piece you know is that's how much it's worth we all the way in court at this point it's obviously been worth more than six dollars and honestly even if it would have said what well, a kid has no money i will let him plead to community service um and and that and that's it like i'm there's no fine or nothing he can't afford to pay it but since he can't pay the fine his ass is gonna be in here you know whatever picking up shit on the side of the road every day for however long till the service is over that's fine it's really when you throw in that dollar sign on touching that girl that that it becomes about basically treating women like a commodity like property like you know uh a sexual uh sex a sexual inappropriate touch that you did not consent to can have a dollar price on it which is really how men think about women anyway. Yeah, that, and basically you said you got convicted, but, but actually I do agree with your behavior. You're basically telling that boy there was nothing, absolutely zero wrong with his conduct and or his behavior. Mm-hmm. Why you say he said nothing was wrong? Because it's like you're making a fucking joke out of it. Mm. How many times you touch him? Well, right. it's, it's a fucking joke. You're not taking it serious. Motherfucker, right. you're going to pay $300. No, I'm not lowering it. You better, your ass better get a goddamn job and pay this fucking fine. Mm-hmm. You have wasted my time. I cost more than $300, bitch. Mm-hmm. You're wasting my time. You did it. We all know you did it. And for you to, to, to make a fucking mockery out of it in front of her, in front of her family, making her feel worthless. She having to relive the shit again. And what are you telling her? You're telling her that she's worthless. Mm-hmm. You're telling her that the next man to do this, why even waste your time running to the court? Why even report it? Because you're going to get up here and you'll get fucking embarrassed. You're going to get shamed. They're going to tell you how it's not worth it. There's a lot of implications to what he's doing. He should not have that goddamn job. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's interesting because um not, i'm not trying to say he got off easy but <coughs> the fact that the court was like we're willing to let you work this off essentially that should have been the end of it you know what i mean like he didn't need to throw in the little three dollars uh six, how many times six dollars like i really think the insult happened there because like you know obviously i'll never know what it's like to be a woman but say somebody did grope me or touch me inappropriately 
and and whatnot we went all the way to court and they basically got to court and said i don't have the money so i can't pay the fine uh and at that point it's either what jail or maybe you know like the judge can commute the sentence to something else or they can waive the fine altogether right if the judge told you told me well now you gotta do 90 days community service you know to my to the person who violated me um okay because because i actually like that more than him giving you 300 dollars and being able to walk away uh i i mean i wish it was pay the fine go to jail get out do community service as well but but you know whatever like if those are my choices go do community service then whatever you shouldn't have touched me it's the insult to me where it just it's so fucking insulting to then turn to that girl and be like yeah dollar per touch that sounds about right right like it's just a big ass like frat boy like we high-fiving across the table right and um and then to throw in a joke about trump like what does that what does that do anything right and that's why i said you don't take it seriously and you basically said you were okay with this boy's behavior and for me what really makes me upset i'm assuming everybody in this is white that's my assumption i have no idea what the races are okay honestly. i'm just assuming everybody because they're minors so they don't show their pictures and stuff okay. i don't know he could be a black kid he could be a white kid she could be black i don't i have no idea what the races are it's just very it's very insulting and and and, and it's humiliating for her yeah it's like if somebody called me a nigger and i went all the way to fucking court and it was just for a 300 fine and the judge was like well how many times call you nigger six times get six dollars like i'd be like what the fuck are we here for right you're wasting my goddamn yeah. time what was the whole point of this the point is that it's not a, a, a small injury to me it is grievous like like this it was enough for me to push it in court right like this you are more than six thousand hours sitting up on that goddamn bench right yeah anyway <sighs> um la reed leaves sony music after a female assistant accused him of harassing her on a daily basis and asking her to hug him on a hotel bed mm. a longtime music executive antonio la reed left sony music entertainment epic records after a harassment complaint from a female employee a new report claims the 60 year old labels head label heads exit from the company was announced saturday in a short statement that read la reed will be leaving the company and on sunday night billboard shed light on the shocking exit with the industry outlet stating that assistant alleged reed unlawfully harassed her the woman who has not been identified had an attorney and sent a letter to uh sony in march detailing the alleged harassment she said she endured on a daily basis sony like we don't want them problems you got to go my friend the letter claimed Reed spoke about the woman's clothing and appearance, and on one occasion at a hotel, he asked her to lay down on a bed with him so they could hug. A co- hug? Hug what? And you're 60, man. What are you hug doing? What? This dick? Get away. What's wrong with you? According to the billboard, the statement went on to threaten Sony with legal action if the settlement was not reached. Mm-hmm. It's unknown whether Sony confirmed the allegations in the letter prior to Reed's exit. However, billboard claims a source close to the 60-year-old said it contained inaccuracies no he was actually sitting on the bed when he said come hug me reed started his career in the industry as a drummer with the band the deal and in, in the 1980s and the group split then he moved it to business side of the industry starting up LaFace record labels like label um so yeah i don't know dog sounds kind of fishy to me mm-hmm diddy now la reed what the right. fuck Sony was like you got to go we mm-hmm. don't we, she's someone us you put like this 
when you cost us more money than you're worth you got to go yep pretty simple equation that's business that's business sense it's funny too because a lot of men now are getting taken down by you know uh their dicks a lot of men a lot of men that probably felt they were pretty untouchable in the industries they were in uh and this was an interesting case because what happened was a new ceo took over sony and only this appears to be only one woman claiming harassment right now and they right now. basically ousted this dude that's very rare you know a person with that much time in the industry oh, that yeah. is a man that has a position of power typically one accusation ain't they'll pay that woman off and leave it alone or yeah. pretend it didn't happen or I, fight it in court i guess they're like we don't want them problems one is enough one is enough you got to go and if you got one it's probably other ones out there and you know we don't even want them problems if they sue they gonna sue you my friend yes yeah, it's, it's fucking weird how 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 gender not dynamics work because essentially any woman that is like nice to a man even if she's just paid to be nice Come on. to men it's considered like open season like open like this you clearly want some dick right it's like i work for you i'm only in i'm only here with at this hotel thing because i work for you like if i didn't work for you i wouldn't be hanging out with your old ass like this is not this is nobody's dream right now like there's got to be plenty of women that probably would be down with some type of old ass sugar daddy shit but in general any woman that has to even just professionally be in the proximity of a man and be nice to him or cordial to him men consider that like an open invitation to fuck you know that's why people say stuff like men and women can't be friends or they call friendship with a woman the friend zone if the man's trying to fuck because god forbid (laughs) that she don't have to give it up because you were nice to you to him or he was nice to you like it's so weird man just because i smile don't mean i'm gonna suck your dick get out of here it's such a it's so weird but that's generally accepted and and it's and it makes sense because look at how many people get hemmed up essentially because they were in the proximity of women that had to be nice to them had bill, to be bill o'reilly all those women he harassed they had to be nice to him he was the boss right they were coming on your show you work they work for you uh they were correspondents that needed your show for you know uh, publicity and exposure and you were taking that as i can call you and jack off in the middle of the night because you must want it you were smiling at me today you're you you know you you out here being pretty and shit right i'm in fact i'm paid to be pretty too oh good grief um anyway uh let's do some fucking with black people guys we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fuck with them we score them from zero to 100 intervals to 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's getting it today uh a school school administrators asked a teen girl to change her natural hair because it was against the dress code policy according to her parents why do they keep doing this ain't they learned by now that that's always gonna be problematic 
I guess they gotta learn a little bit at a time. A school tells a girl to change her locks. They had a problem with her natural hair. Fox 35's Danielle Lama is live on this one. She's in Lake County with her story. Danielle, what's the problem here? Well, guys, we started looking into this story when a mom called us upset. Her straight A student was being singled out because of her hair. We started making phone calls to the school. Mom had a meeting, and tonight there's a new dress code policy here at Monverde Academy. People say they love my hair because it's so diverse and curly and Afrocentric. 16-year-old Nicole Orr says she's known for her hair, but she never thought she would be singled out in school because of it. I received a call saying that my daughter needed to get her hair uh, done, and uh, she wears her hair natural, and uh, I was kind of taken aback by it. Her parents say a school administrator contacted them and said this violated their dress code. She literally felt that, wow, what's wrong with my hair? The Caucasian girls are able to wear their natural hair straight. Why can't I wear my natural hair the way that it grows? They were referred to the handbook where one line in particular stood out. Uh, it said dread-like hair and so that could be ambiguous and it could give you latitude to target a certain person or a certain group. So we thought we needed to address the issue. So Nicole's parents met with the school's headmaster today and we sat down with him too and asked why her hair was considered a problem in the first place. My understanding, my understanding you know, and talking with the, with the dean of students, you know, I think it was more uh, in line with that, you know, that neat and organized look that we're going for, not so much that... Um, yeah, not so much the issue of dreadlocks per se. But Dr. Casey Kesselring says after looking at the hair policy, he agreed the wording involving dreadlocks needed to go, so no one is singled out. To know that we were able to help our daughter and all the other daughters or boys out there, we feel pretty good about it. And this is a very diverse private school. All of these flags you see behind me, these are the countries represented by the students who go here. Reporting live in Lake County tonight, Danielle Lama, Fox 35 News. Mm -mm. <coughs> One of the more interesting things about this, the misunderstanding white people have about black people's natural hair right. is so fucking vast. Like, mm -hmm. the amount of work it takes to have the quote-unquote natural hair that black women do like there's entire like communities behind it not to mention no. uh you know not to mention like products and businesses and tutorials and youtube artists and online communities and you know like you, there's people you got a natural but you still gotta take your ass up to the bar to the beauty salon to to have them uh work with your hair and stuff like the amount of misunderstanding you know when people just call like certain hair like oh it's just nappy oh it's just you know oh it's dirty it's dirt like white people have no fucking understanding part of that is because no offense white people but when y'all have dread locked hair and shit it normally is dirty because y'all have to add a lot of stuff to make your hair matte to make it like stay like that mm -hmm. you know black hair isn't like that but um yeah they just assume that there's a whole bunch of black people walking around with dirty ass hair that just like they don't do nothing with their hair and it's so fucking racist and stupid um and then the fucking vague wording her hair's not dreadlocked 
it's not dreaded at all it's just a black girl's natural hair and then we're like yeah you gotta yep it's gotta be neat it's not it's not messy yeah they they kill me with that goddamn neat and organized mm-hmm. like that like that's that's what really pisses you off motherfucker my hair is neat and organized what the fuck are we talking about right Ugh. like like when you say neat and organized you're, you're basically saying if your hair isn't straight and flowing and look like a goddamn perk plus commercial it's just not together i love that um her mom even though her mom had a perm that she was like i'm about to go to school and act the fool for my baby's natural hair uh also you know we went to see my niece um perform at her concert um it was like middle school there was so many young black girls and brown girls with just natural hair, man. Right, winning all types of awards and like this is one black girl. She, I, for those of you in band, she was like first uh, chair violin. She was orchestra, but yes, um, orchestra. Yeah, yeah. She, but she played the violin, mm-hmm. and um, she uh, went to like the state and like the national uh orchestra thing and like she i was like she was doing it and her hair was so beautiful yeah it was just i mean it was just a different experience because i just remember when i was a kid you know all the black girls had the, the perms and the just for me and maybe like some activator or jerry curl like karen or something but mm-hmm. for the most part nobody was really rocking their natural hair you know like you were considered a weirdo for having your natural hair and now watching all these girls who's like their natural hair is just you know that's the style like they and they you know it just i don't know it was just so different to see and so cool um and definitely not something that i thought i would see you know uh my lifetime because it just felt like people put so many beauty standards on black women specifically that it's almost like well just do whatever it takes to make white people accept you right and here you have it in the in the school dress code where they're basically like uh your hair needs to be a little whiter if you want to be neat that and that's what you're saying and the thing is uh and a lot of white people are very ignorant to what it takes to get our hair straight it is not our hair does does not flow straight you know we literally have to put chemicals in our hair just like a lot of white people have to put chemicals in their hair for their hair to curl mm-hmm. we have to put chemicals in our hair for our hair to relax that's why it's called a relaxer yeah uh zero to a hundred oh 100 fuck them and shout out to the daddy was like what what you ain't gonna do i got these motherfuckers called me and told me something wrong my baby's hell yeah they made time and i appreciate them because they did help for all the other kids that would have that problem right and like you said the baby's head wasn't even locked y'all don't even know what the fuck the fuck locks or dreads are right the baby just had twist just assuming some shit and you better not touch her hair either anyway i'm sorry 100 uh army vet michigan police officer suing the chief and the city for racism after discovering he's part black Hmm. (laughs) after after (laughs) i'm black oh come on man all right after this through ancestry.com a hastings michigan officer alleges police leaders and colleagues subjected him to racial taunts sergeant cleon brown <laughs> what what i see cleotis <laughs> cleon nigga 
you ain't know you was black and your name is cleon dog there are no white cleons oh my god Mm-mm. that's not even like a historical white name like in world war three <laughs> world right. war one back in the civil war jeff cleon beauregard <laughs> wrote to his wife like no what cleon is that's definitely black cleon brown oh right like if you just put even ain't the charlie brown if i just stuck that in the middle of ohio state roster you would be like yeah that makes sense that makes sense cleon brown he's number 44 to tight end yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah left tackle best running back in in the big 10 yeah i know him Got about 50, got about 50 yards last game. Well, the genetic test revealed he's 18% black. And when he shared the results, the chief and the coworkers had comments. Uh, this is where the lawsuit came in then. First of all, 18% black. Or in other words, we like to call it black. <laughs> it it could have been a point, oh, 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 1% black. Like, you feel black. He found out real quick. The one drop rule is not a black invention. That is white people shit. That that really is. A lot of people think that black. No, black people didn't make that up. White people made that up. Black people just stuck with it. They're like, oop, I'm going to need to take that white card from you, buddy. I don't know how you got this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they should have looked at you a little harder. Brown said Chief Jeff Pratt called him Kunte. Oh. From a character in the novel Roots. Uh, and. Oh, get that. He says his <laughs> he, uh he said his chief colleagues were uh would whisper Black Lives Matter and pump their ah! fists and pump their fists as he passed them in the hall. Fuck you, I sue your ass too. Fuck y'all, I sue y'all too. Hey Cleon, Cleon Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, you know they was roasting his ass. By the way, shout out to the cops for uh understanding exactly what black lives matter means when it's time to mock somebody right y'all ain't slick y'all wasn't so offended by it then were you huh Mm-mm. uh mlive.com reports the mayor who retired in january also told racial jokes damn everybody's in on it mm-hmm. that's why mayor the too. chief the, the mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. brown reveals mlive.com that uh, to mlive.com that during christmas the apartment hangs stockings with the names of officers written on the christmas tree a black santa claus figurine with 18 percent written on his white beard <laughs> was put in brown stocking they got a picture of it too oh shit now here's my question why wouldn't they just give him kwanzaa gifts <laughs> they, they wouldn't smart enough to go come on man yeah, step your trolling M- up ML- mlk fan mm-hmm mlk card i mean come on mm-hmm give him a kwanzaa gift come on yeah um yeah they said brown filed a federal lawsuit alleging state and federal civil rights legislation violations in violation of the state's whistleblower protection act he claims intentional infliction of emotional distress according to the report y'all see the picture of the santa mm-hmm. um brown's now suing the city of hastings police chief jeff pratt and city manager jeff mansfield deputy chief dale bolter and sergeant chris miller the city argues negativity directed towards brown is his fault mansfield he had to tell us he was black 
Mansfield released a statement to by the city in response to brown's claim of discrimination mm-hmm. uh sergeant brown is a very joking jovial manner informed several of his officers that he had recently taken the dna test to ancestry.com and the results show he was 18 percent african-american the city argues Ancestry.com's website doesn't include African-American as a possible test result. Ancestry.com website also states that the test results do not definitively reveal where a person's ancestors actually originated, only that there are shared characteristics in genes, which might or might not indicate a person's ancestors or actually, I mean, are actually from that geographic area. Now, here's the thing. They're trying to get off on the technicality. We're like, it didn't say he was actually African-American. You guys still harassed him for the fact that he told y'all he was african-american at 18 percent and i hope he win fuck y'all right mlive.com reports the city said it's uncertain that brown is part of a protected class under civil rights laws even assuming that ancestry.com test results are valid racial discrimination laws are not designed to protect those who can demonstrate some trace amount of a particular race or geographic origin brown's attorney said once the defendants became aware of the suit the chief and the deputy chief then conducted highly coercive offensive intimidating employee interviews asking only leading questions she said the defendants unfriended him on facebook not clean on facebook like mine all black ah, all brown and would not allow him to play in the annual charity basketball games <laughs> he was team woman that's why it made sense he was too good he was it was like god damn them fast switch muscles cleon got can't play with us no more right it's too lopsided it's like the the warriors versus the <laughs> versus the 76ers out here with cleon uh she said the city manager ignored him and the police chief either ignored him or was curt pratt also asked brown to return the patrol officer rather than sergeant brown's attorney alleges her client could face unseen risk at work because other officers may not respond to a possible request for backup on the job right funny how suddenly the police department is racist once he once he comes out as black i'm sure before this they were just perfectly fine all the black citizens in the town i'm sure they're all doing great they never worry about those cops i'm sure based on the openly hostile retaliatory behaviors notice by the way they're not saying they didn't do these things right anybody noticed that the defense wasn't we didn't do these things he's lying the defense was he ain't even black we just treat him like that whoo based on the open imagine if he was Mm -hmm. uh but yeah based on the openly hostile retaliatory behavior displayed by the defendant city manager police chief deputy chief and one of the four sergeants and one of seven officers the tacit approval of the defendant's conduct by many other hastings officers it is more likely than not the plaintiff will not have adequate backup in the event of an emergency uh boiling wrote right uh all right karen oh brown's attorney says no investigations have taken place even though the city swears they reacted immediately by the way the end of this article has uh shop related products black lives matter hoodie black lives matter sweater Ah! black lives matter shirt and u.s army veteran baseball hat uh <laughs> zero to a hundred i'm not fucked with that whole I, well i don't fuck with them <clears throat> they get a hundred but he get a zero fuck them uh, i give it a 50 it was too funny to be too too upsetting oh man that's good i know that black lives matter bunch of chest cleon he should have tried to grow a fro yes that fro teacher suspended for use of n-word comparing student to a slave mm. 
an apex teacher has been suspended after a video on social media showed him using a racial slur comparing a seventh grader to a slave ayana wilson said her 13 year old son was humiliated when the video was posted to snapchat and she has since pulled him out of school wilson said the incident happened wednesday in what's known as the cougar den where students finish schoolwork in the video an apex middle school teacher can be heard saying did i call you a nigger no i said you are being controlled by kids that is exactly what happened to the slaves they were controlled by their owners you're letting him control you and you're the one who's gonna who's getting in trouble it's more so hurtful than anything because i would never want my children to expect that wilson said uh, explain the teacher should know what to say what not to say to these children he's also had to know some of the things he says can hurt people and that is going to stick with my son forever dayon warren the subject of the video said the teacher got mad wednesday when a bunch of kids started laughing in class warren said the teacher used a slave master analogy in an attempt to say the children need to listen to adults i don't i didn't know what to say he started calling me a slave warren said he could have said it different instead of using that analogy that i was his slave the wake uh school district is investigating the apex middle school principal uh and he sent the <clears throat> i mean is investigating the apex middle school principal sent the following letter to uh families and it's a letter apologizing about the event saying they're gonna look into it and they have high expectations blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. zero to hundred yeah why that analogy bro the slave one it's like did i call you a nigger like well you i mean just now yeah, you kind of did yeah you indirectly you did right <laughs> it's not like i called you a nigger boy i simply said you a slave <laughs> your big lip here have some watermelon Kunta. uh yeah a hundred that's eat some more greasy fried chicken yeah yeah that's a hundred dog <laughs> um let's see should i do another one uh you know what let's do some white people news guys all right we've had enough serious times okay it's lightened up let me go find my white people's news music that you guys look forward to all the time um how about um here's oh here's one go to the well for uh childish gambino love me some some cg some donald glover mm. uh is it showing on the screen yes okay cool cool so i make sure y'all can see the glory okay for thine eyes you say so mm-hmm. oh i do say so i insist uh the song is me and your mama by childish gambino the cover is by cam crowley c-r-o-w crowley yeah that that is him beatboxing though i just thought y'all would know
switching guitars. <laughs> we are. Oh, he bought the acoustic. Yes, acoustic. Appreciate you, fam. That sounds nothing like the original one. Uh, um, I mean, he did it all by himself, you know. Mm-hmm. He went from from electronic guitar to that acoustic, cause you know the acoustic is what they lean on. Yep, they do love that. Come on, it ain't a couple <clears throat> without the acoustic. Uh, let's get into this uh, white people news. Millionaire to millennials, stop buying avocado toast if you want to buy a home. What? What avocado? How much is this avocado toast? Apparently $1,500 a month. <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> Last time I checked, avocado toast went $1,500 a month. Freely spending on avocados, the pricey popular super fruit, beloved by young people, may be one of the reasons why some people can't afford a house, according to Australian millionaire and property mogul Tim Gurner. When I was trying to buy my first home, I wasn't buying smashed avocado for $19 and four coffees at $4 each. He told the Australian news show 60 Minutes. And most people probably aren't. What are you talking about? Only 32% of homeowners were first-time buyers in 2016. The lowest point... Oh, wait. Your business is house buying, property buying. 
so he just want more people to get into the housing business so he can stay rich that's all he just want more people to own houses yeah and if they are paying that they got they let them pay it right american millennials have a home ownership rate of 35 percent in australia only 28 percent of millennials own homes cost is often a major factor for millennial decisions to buy the study found that a lot of young homeowners got a financial boost from their parents when making their purchase uh we're at a point now where the expectations of younger people are very very high they want to eat out every day they want to travel to europe every year mm-hmm. people that own homes today work very very hard for it, saved every dollar did everything they could to get up the property investment ladder well maybe those people you know raised these kids and these kids saw how unhappy those people were right. and they said i don't want that life right because because the home buying ain't no joke i don't a lot of times people try to paint that pretty and it's not the investment that quote unquote everybody promises to be guess what everybody don't want to cut motherfucking grass everybody don't want to plant flowers everybody don't want to deal with the maintenance like it is very very expensive right um so yeah uh and 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 it's not an avocado toast that's costing people a house mm-hmm. and even if you it, it, to me it just sounds like people that are mad that someone bought some jordans or it's like well you wouldn't spend your money on that but not everybody want to spend their money on a fucking house either dog mm-hmm. live your life yeah and i you know i don't mind um avocado toast you know that actually sounds like, like we've never had it i guess i wouldn't mind it oh yeah mm-hmm. but i ain't got no house either mm-hmm. uh maybe i can't <clears> afford <throat> avocado toast yep i did something unforgivable because i was out of my mind sinead o'connor apologizes for vicious attack on family during the breakdown she's apologized for to her family for insulting them during a breakdown in 2016 over a disagreement about a house she owns according to the irish mirror the 50 year old singer took to facebook to put things right saying last year i did something unforgivable because i was out of my mind I assaulted very viciously people I love, my family specifically. I want to apologize here for the fact I did such an awful thing. I am nothing but remorseful, and it is, as I said, unforgivable because actually they're really cool, and it's me who have been the total a-hole, and it really hurt my family and what I did with Facebook. The site reports that at the start of the year, Sinead sold her home in Bray County, Wicklow for under 800 pounds, 800,000 pounds after paying 1.7 million pounds for it. In March, Arsenio Hall dropped a $5 million lawsuit against Sinead over a Facebook post in which she claimed to get, that he gave Prince drugs. Hall took legal action after O'Connor explosively accused him of supplying the late singer with narcotics and even spiking her drink at the party, at a party years earlier at Eddie Murphy's house. O'Connor apologized for her comments on Wednesday and issued a retraction, prompting Hall to drop his lawsuit in response. I apologize for my Facebook post about Arsenio to the extent that anyone thought I was accusing him of acting as Prince's drug dealer and supplying him with illegal hard drugs or insinuating Arsenio has something to do with Prince's death. I sincerely apologize because those statements would be false and I retract them unequivocally, she told TMZ in a statement. Yeah, she just be acting out on Facebook, man. Like every time she come up it's some some new disaster that she's having somebody change the login when she can't log in herself last year she threatened suicide in another facebook post right there's only so much any woman can expect to bear i've taken an overdose there's no other way to get respect i'm not at home i'm at a hotel somewhere in ireland under another name if i wasn't posting this my kids and family wouldn't even find out i could have been dead here for weeks already and they never have they never have known i thought she needs some help she appears much happier now living in san francisco as the mother to jake reynolds 29 and 20 year old roisin waters shane lenny 12 and nine year old yashua bonadio how old is she 
50. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, ooh, you got, got children that old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. She just got a lot going on. She's, last year, last October, she revealed she had to rush to the hospital after she was struggling to breathe following botched surgery. Uh, she said she said it was due to intense pain in her liver, which was accidentally sliced during the procedure. And she cursed the fact that her she had no loved ones around her, admitting to being lonely and saying, it is the story of my life. She posted on Facebook on Sunday. She seemed like the kind of person where they'll be on Facebook complaining about you don't ever call them, but they don't ever call you either. Right. And what's wrong with your phone? Right. Y'all forgot number. about me. Like, nigga, you can pick up a phone, too. I'm on speed dial. You ain't got to memorize my number no more. In the time it took to sub post me, you could have <laughs> sent a little pop-up message and we could have talked. Right. You could have text me anything. The 49-year-old said, fuck, got to go to emergency, live all fucked and killing me. Can't breathe properly. It's so sore. I'm posting as I'm lonely. So, story of my story of life. Wish was not so alone in the world. Gotta be worth something to someone after all these years and after all I've given. I am so shocked to be so all alone. The Nothing Compares to You star has been suffering from gynecological issues for the past three years and has had a hysterectomy last year. Following her procedure, she was staying in San Rafael, California and complained about her trying year saying that she had been treated so bad it's a miracle I made it. She also said she's been having hormone replacement therapy and that it made her feel like her old self. Uh, She said she's still feeling so miserable from surgery. I don't recommend it. Lost awful lots of blood as liver got cut accidentally. I'm weak as fuck. But I do recommend hormone replacement. Am different person. Stupid Irish doctors never recommend it to me all year, but I finally got it two weeks ago in U.S. and I am me again. Thank you, the doctor here in America. Thank you to my surgeon. Uh, yeah, I, I, I she's she's a lot. Yeah, yeah. She just has a lot going on. I clear. And well, some of her children are smaller. Does she still have the children? Well, they were staying with her in the first place. Sound like they wouldn't. So much she travels a lot. Don't get me to tell her no lies. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you, Karen. Um. Stuart Broad split with his girlfriend, lingerie model, Billy Michelle, after three years of dating. You might know Stuart Broad because he's a cricket ace. What the hell is that? Cricket is a sport. England cricketer Stuart Broad has reportedly parted ways with his lingerie model girlfriend, Billy Mitchell, after three years of dating. The 30-year-old sportsman who is currently seventh best bowler test bowler in the world is said to have split amicably with his girlfriend after their romance fizzled out oh you're talking about where they hit them look like they're hitting the balls underneath the horseshoes I yes know it's not a horseshoe, but that's what it looked like to me a source told the sun they had a good inning to they had good innings together but it just came to a natural end i don't know how much they make doing cricket but it must be a lot Oh yeah, white folks. Yeah, white folks in it. It makes money. I mean, you dating a supermodel? I mean, <coughs> just, just like them horses running around in a circle make a lot of people money. Typically, supermodels don't hang with broke, broke niggas. Uh, they continue. It was a fun relationship. She would always be keen to support him with his cricket whenever he be playing around the world. There were no hard feelings between the two, and no one else was involved. Uh, then there's pictures of her. There's a picture of him holding up something. 
he, they began dating in 2014 after meeting through mutual friends who passed on the model's number the pair still appeared to be going through strong in march as Beely took to instagram to share a snap of stewart caught it up to her cousin ruby may who also happens to be del ali's girlfriend oh that's who dating del okay okay um ah she captioned the snap your cousin at ruby may 3223 loses eyes and has to wear at stewart bride's spare moon boot oh not the spare moon boot come on now y'all so silly uh Beely, okay i'm out the loop i don't know this white people humor Beely, who also works as a zuma instructor now i do know what zumba is is just one of the stunning starlets who has dated Stewart. With his exes also including Miss England winner Laura Coleman and lingerie model Chloe Mosley. Well, I guess he got a type. Uh, she appears to be taking a single life in stride, sharing a snap of her female friend on Sunday, captioning my date for this evening, hashtag my friends hotter than yours. A day later, the starlet was back on Instagram with another female pal who she referred to as the best wing woman ever. Well, you know what? I think the lady does protest too much. I feel like she's still hurting y'all. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. <clears throat> Clucking brilliant. New York City eatery is selling fried chicken bites in an ice cream cone and creative new twists on chicken and waffles. <clears throat> That's right, it involves chicken. But this is white people news. We would never do this to a chicken. The disrespect. I don't know. How does it taste? Is my question. Probably like chicken. one might not think there's room for much innovation when it comes to the meal of chicken and waffles there are waffles then there's chicken but one manhattan eatery of course manhattan is redefining the dish with this creative new offering fried chicken in a waffle cone chicken cone which opened this month at gansevoort market in new york city has made the unhealthy but delicious food edible on the go by serving up little pieces of fried chickens stacked in waffle ice cream cone yeah this no okay i see it now no because i see it yeah i, uh, I was thinking something differently yeah I, like they i would they would have been better off taking an actual fucking waffle and wrapping it with some chicken in it i thought i thought the chicken was the waffle what's the cone You thought the chicken was a what? The cone. You. So then they would take what? What would the waffle be? Oh, that's good, good. I don't know. I don't. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. Uh, putting no uh, uh, cone in the chicken. I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> what I imagine and what I'm seeing is not the same. Hmm. You have a very interesting imagination here. <laughs> well, goddamn it, they deep fry everything. So I was thinking they, you know. Uh, or either reverse, uh, uh, took the chicken and, and battered it in some, in some, in some, um, mm-hmm. waffle batter and fried it. Now I got chicken but and then, waffles. But I told you it was in a cone. Yes. <laughs> well, I just want to know what you thought it was going to be because I said. I, I, I was expecting the bites. The title of the article said fried chicken bites in an ice cream cone. A creative new twist on chicken and waffles. I, that's what I said. I uh-huh. I know. All right. But when I seen it, I was highly disappointed because that looked like some dry ass chicken that they just dropped in a regular ass waffle cone. Ain't nothing special about that waffle cone. Well, told you this, this is why. This is probably why I said white people news. Probably got no maple syrup on it. 
billed as fork free chicken and waffles the item was originally sold at food truck in midtown's bryant park where it's quite popular it was so popular in fact chicken and come opened a permanent outpost inside the west side food market this month the restaurant fries up crispy chicken and piles it in a waffle cone which can all then be topped with one of five sauces kicking ranch yellow barbecue center maple buffalo blue or traditional barbecue there have been quite a few sweet savory hybrids that have earned foodie attention but unlike everything bagel flavored donuts and corn flavored ice cream this one doesn't seem so outlandish even if the cone does have vanilla in the batter Mm-mm. oh that sounds bland as hell and you don't even got maple syrup Mm-mm. they also have dessert cones available that have pie filling and not ice cream Mm-mm. i disapprove no i would not want those dry ass chicken bites that's why i get to cut the roof of your mouth what you had to pieces how dare you white people i know the shit probably ain't in season either get out of here just go back to stealing our music leave our food out of this leave, leave the food alone each cone is eight dollars with a sampler of four mini cones with different sauces for 12 disgusting in her hand right twelve dollars i can get real waffles with with some chicken on top and some maple syrup what are we talking about here Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the snow tip is back gwyneth paltrow her organic goop is full of chemical gloop test show paltrow's beauty range isn't nearly as green as she thinks she don't right. know what the hell it is she had to face the shit well now she truly a snow tip because part of being a hotel is making up shit in line come on she's built a reputation as a lifestyle guru who extols the virtues of clean living on her popular website goop but gwyneth paltrow's own organic beauty range may not be as green as it first appears a male on sunday into investigation has revealed that three of the actress's own brand products contain artificial ingredients which are most certainly not organic including one link to photo deformation what i don't know what that? that is i don't know what that is photo deformation how do you f-o-e that sound like some shit that they ain't supposed to uh, do they mean to your skin do they mean fetal de- deformation see the thing with daily mail online guys you guys can't tell well maybe y'all can tell when y'all hear me stumbling over the words a lot of times um uh they have a lot of misspellings typos and shit taking missing words they don't, That's what happened you don't the editorial <clears throat> the editorial bar is very low mm-hmm. so i'm assuming they meant fetal deformation the worst offender is the 108 pound uh money pounds uh replenishing night cream which contains retinyl palmitate a male manufactured form of vitamin a listed by the soil association as one of its 10 most hated ingredients although often found in skin products and sun creams because of its anti-aging properties it can lead to an overdose of vitamin a which in turn can cause developmental products um, problems in unborn babies holy shit products also contain diheptyl succinate and pentanyl tri uh which are both derived of petrol criminal chem, uh, petrochemicals which uh they can be found in her 77 pound revitalizing day moisturizer and her exfoliant exfoliating instant facial cream which mm-hmm. costs 97 pounds Mm-hmm. She can fuck around and get sued. Uh, yeah, well, she claims it's all natural and all this shit, mm-hmm. organic ingredients, right? And somebody gonna test it, and mm, gonna be gonna be some white on white crime happening here. Some mm-hmm. white on white lawsuits. Mm-hmm. 
she says her facial cream brightens and softens the skin to reveal glowing smoother looking complexion formulated with organic ingredients and containing uh contains approximately 86 percent total organic content in recent years she's uh gwyneth 44 has become well known for her website which attracts four million visitors a month as her oscar-winning performances uh but she might find out revelations embarrassing find our revelations embarrassing as last week she collected an award in recognition for her clean living philosophy although gloop has not broken any british laws beauty bloggers say it's disingenuous to mislead customers if organic ingredients are not what they seem yeah well she don't care she got y'all money right y'all better get that alkaline out your diet and put them vagina eggs up Mm -hmm. vagina eggs eggs, Karen. that's right um a tv producer is accused of hiring three hitmen to kill his partner to be with his younger lover and he had a previous affair with a nurse oh this got three women involved here right i know on the next snapped snapped couples it was a small town yes yeah, small town they're gonna zoom in on you know on his eyes a retired producer accused of asking hitman to murder his partner begged neighbors for money to spend on his prostitute lover court heard yesterday david harris allegedly asked one pensioner for forty thousand pounds to spend on the call girl he was besotted with old bailey I also heard how he had scoured a 20 mile radius from his home for prostitutes and also had an affair with a nurse details of the 68 year 68 doing all this at 68 jesus buddy let it go details of the 68 year old's love life emerged in court where he is on trial accused of offering three hitmen up to 250 pounds each to oh, 250,000 pounds each oh i said that's it 250 pounds 250,000 pounds to murder his long-term partner hazel allison who's also 68 so you get old with this motherfucker right right he's he ain't no catch at 68 y'all been at least the only thing you got is y'all still together right this I'm, motherfucker trying to get you killed and so get some new pussy all right and you know what i'll duck aside he could he might could have asked her and she'd have been like sure just yeah she don't want you grinding on her just cheat like a respectable man right harris who worked as a location manager on the itv show the bill is said to have wanted to inherit her money so he could spend it on a lithuania call girl ogni kaksi kaveku uh anyway uh who he met in a brothel he was gonna literally give her money to a prostitute hoes be winning uh jurors were told he spent more than fifty thousand pounds on the 60 uh on the 28 year old even borrowing from neighbors to buy her gifts he became beside it with her he said and thought she was too young too nice to be in a brothel so he really put on the cake he was gonna save her gang recognized gang granddad uh but his debts mounted up as the affair continued the pensioner worked his way through fifty thousand pounds miss allison gave him to his 300 pound monthly allowance from her so he she was his the 68 year old woman was basically bankrolling his punk ass life and he still had the nerve to go and ask for more money so he could cheat and run through his allowance to to with cheating <sighs> man ain't shit 
that's why they call us trash shit like this she gave up everything for this motherfucker he could not wait to cheat <sighs> i mean i mean you could have done it for i mean not on her expense but you could have just been like i'm out he ain't got no money she ain't gonna want him 28 year old ain't gonna want his broke ass 68 and broke what you gonna give me some broke dick and some broke money no right. nigga you gonna have to come with some money or something oh my god this is terrible right uh but his death mounted up as the affair continued uh yeah he also asked for a sixteen thousand pound loan from a neighbor and credit cards <clears throat> with saga and john lewis harris is also alleged to have approached an elderly neighbor days after her mother died and asked to borrow forty thousand pounds but she declined harris told jurors he and miss allison were 100 percent fabulous together but he visited brothels because he had an active libido and the pair of them were not sexually compatible so it sounds like <clears throat> on some level <clears throat> the 68 year old woman must have been okay or something like okay you out here fucking these prostitutes fine we not fucking we together you spending my money and he still was like not good enough gotta kill you got to kill you gotta have all so your she money was okay with it and he still was gonna sounds like it oh uh harris said i'm afraid to say to my shame i attended prostitutes within a 10 to 20 mile radius i met ugne around october 2011 a brothel in worthing i had become beside her with her i thought she was too young too nice to be in a brothel and over the time we developed our friendship our relationship i discovered she wanted to go back to uni and study wow he really gonna put her through school and you know what and this is exactly what dude said they wanted she was cool with you and you want to kill her she was like cool you want to you want to you want to go to the whole house go to the whole house i'm cool i'm even bankrolling like like dude right. talked about this day dream he was like nah <laughs> this ain't no bitch i still gotta kill you anyway right and shit you can't win can't win can't win because men are you crash. can't win she was doing everything that y'all say we supposed to do and he was like nah bitch i still gotta kill you right um but harris said she harris said she was also working as a career for adults with special needs and she left the brothel on his request so she's a hooker with a heart of gold and he, he like leave the brothel behind i'll pay for everything meanwhile he is getting his money from another woman he added it started to get very expensive having dinner lunch hotels and i just couldn't afford it so i started drawing out that capital that hazel had given me by the time of his arrest the money was long gone he said the old bailey heard how miss allison was angry when she discovered an affair harris had with a nurse some years ago and in 2014 she learned of his relationship with uh the prostitute after seeing seeing a bank statement but she forgave him said harris because the bond was too great for us to just separate after 27 years so we decided to stay together work on our relationship she wasn't happy but didn't want to end the relationship she was angry at first but then she calmed down and realized it wasn't very important that we uh what we had was more important than that the court also heard that harris met hitmen as part of a plan to pin a frederick fourth style thriller he said he had been emulating the work methods of the author who penned classic assassin novel the day of the jackal jurors were told that book sales and film rights would give an easier life to his soulmate miss allison who also worked on the bill as a script supervisor novels found on the kennel device uh eight hundred thousand pound at the eight hundred thousand pound house uh he shared with her in amberley west sussex 
including assassin by tom kane along with thrillers by robert lundlum and steve larson harrison had plans to base his own book on his life in which a marketing executive in his 50s fell in love with a young woman and decided to kill his older wife and she was supervising on she was the script supervisor is so the woman you gonna kill in the script is script supervisor of the story what the fuck is happening here what this why it didn't work she's stupid so they wrote a book together about basically it's the same scenario that he and she don't know it though right you murderous motherfucker this right. why it didn't work go to jail um but he said he needed to get a realistic storyline the hitman was crucial to the plot and i wanted to contact the hitman because i'd read something on frederick forsyth uh when he was white writing the na- novel the character in the novel wanted to infiltrate the ira as a gun smuggler and the arms dealer and frederick forsyth arranged to meet a guy who did just this dealt arms the first thing this guy said to him was why did you want to meet me you're writing a novel you can make it up <clears throat> forsyth's words were authentically believable harris denies three counts of conspiracy to murder. so he said he met with these dudes because he needed some real hitman advice on how Mm-mm. on how to kill an old ass lady but the hitman are like he offered me two hundred fifty thousand dollars to kill his wife for real like it wasn't a some script shit he didn't want my advice he wanted to kill his wife oh white people y'all so treacherous to each other that make a good tv show i'll tell you that right maybe we can get the same people that did oj uh to do that next oh oh, that'd be flames good grief that's a that's that's so cold right she did everything for this motherfucker 68 no, years old you got to die i mean y'all almost y'all both almost out of here Come right on, dog. you almost another. made it you already you you trying to fuck it up Mm-mm-mm. over 28 year old they don't want you that's definitely fucking some other bot some other person for sure you know she is because you kind of know Mm-mm. she ain't waiting on your old balls right old gray hair balls no right. she gonna look at you like if you don't get out of here Mm-mm-mm. uh all right let's play uh some guest the race guys okay now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one show, game show going across all the land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody playing is racist and guess the race is brought to you by adam and eve that's right adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they're backing up that promise check this out go to adamandeve.com you'll get 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout uh but that's not all in addition to you're half off they also want to give you the big o kit okay we all love the big o the o stands for orgasm uh the big o kit includes an exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator so now you got a new way to get up all in that clit mm-hmm. get up on it y'all shake it up shake it like a polaroid picture uh 
um you also get your entire order sent to you for free so hurry up and take advantage of this all this limited offer you can choose a new adult toy a naughty movie almost anything else when you choose that one item at 50 percent off you can get free shipping plus the big o kit which has climax gel and the mini vibrator you won't find this deal anywhere else just use code tbgwt at the checkout that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com all right um how about this one a man oh wait hold on we almost time for the next session let me go to the next session so we won't get interrupted guys be right back okay. give me one second um all right Are you still stuffed out yeah just fighting this cold but i'm doing pretty good at least i haven't played ball probably be laying down right now calling the audience to the session and going live and i need to add you back to the screen give me one second okay oops all right i just sent you the invite And then we get to the sism. You, we heard about you before you even got up here. Well, you have a chance. You need to be trying to get an education because your looks ain't gonna get you paid. Because you're not that cute, and your hair is uneven. You look dusty. <laughs> oh, you look. Where's that from? <laughs> Scared straight uh complaint a man threatened to shoot off his own penis after argument with his wife ain't that counterproductive uh depends how much she enjoyed the penis i guess uh a former east troy man argued with his wife about sex threatened to shoot off his own penis and went into another room and fired four shots according to a criminal complaint if i'm not using it i might as well shoot it off robert c ahorn of 57 told his wife during the argument according to the complaint on may 3rd walworth county sheriff's deputies responded to the east troy home and found what looked like four bullet holes in the floor of the master bedroom according to the complaint a horner told the deputy he wanted to scare his wife and aim the gun at the floor so the rounds were going to the basement and there was no one that was supposed to be there a horner admitted to drinking a 12 pack of beer the day of the incident Ooh, all 12 uh, a 12er he said he started drinking about noon uh his wife all their events sound like uh yeah i guess so i guess so um tailgating without the games yeah um <laughs> so uh yeah they showed up about 5 p.m so he drank 12 beers in five hours Whew. uh his wife said her husband has mental health issues and takes several medications uh the wife told deputies he argued with she argued with him at 5 p.m because he was he was looking at porn on the internet he grabbed her his then unloaded semi-automatic pistol pointed at his penis and pulled the trigger then when the wife walked away he called her explicit names he told deputies she heard two gunshots after he went into the bathroom he fired another bullet to the ground when his wife went to check on him according to the complaint she then left to call 911 and heard another gunshot 
he's charged with felony endangering safety by reckless use of a firearm and misdemeanor disorderly conduct he posted a thousand dollar cash bond and a competency exam was ordered may 8th according to the court records guess the race of robert c a horner <clears throat> guess he was a horny i'm going white all right let's check the chat room let's see what they think a black man ain't shooting off his dick he'll just get a side chick white from cuck from cock to cuck and four shots white inaccurate white man hold my beer watch me shoot these blanks off cletus white white second amendment white cuckless white cuckless the correct answer is white Shoot off your own penis. Yeah. Despite your face. Like I said, that's very, very counterproductive because, uh, like, hope you know I can get another one in a minute. I ordered from Adam and Eve. Well, you know what? Uh, he was watching porn, so I guess he was looking for the money shot. <laughs> oh, what? Oh. You looking at his picture? Yes. I mean, let the man watch some porn in peace. He's 12 beers in. I mean, what's the problem? Also, what is up with grown-ass adults being mad somebody watched some porn? Like, Jesus. Y'all gotta stop getting these fucked up relationships. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody watch porn, y'all. Don't watch porn together then, but. Right. How do you get caught as an adult doing something that you are legally allowed to do? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of parent do you like I mean, you're not 16 what kind of relationship is that mm. speaking of sperm a sperm bank owner fathered 60 children after secretly swapping donor semen what yep the old sperm swap rooney guys uh <laughs> the owner of a sperm bank has been accused of secretly switching donor semen with his own in order to father 60 children this is so sick and scary right jan carbat who died age 89 last month has been accused by 23 families of using his own sperm instead of the donors at a fraternity clinic in rotterdam and i sue him too he also is accused of tampering with the clinic's data and donor descriptions and allowing couples more than the allocated six children per donor uh bidjorp medical center which closed in 2009 following reports of irregularities is one of Rotterdam's largest sperm banks in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, large sperm bank full of his sperm. Right. Carbat uh, reportedly admitted to fathering 60 children through the clinic before he died to one of the plaintiffs. According to the Dutch media report, Monique Wassenaar claims Carbat uh, told her about the possibility he may have fathered children at the clinic himself and that she has evidence of his claim in an email. The 23 families are now speaking, seeking DNA tests to see if the sperm bank uses a sperm. Uh, These are the ones that actually came out and know. I couldn't imagine people who might never heard this went on with their lives. Right. Lawyer Lisette DeHaan, speaking on behalf of Carbat family, insisted this is not the slightest evidence that he was a donor and asked the court to listen to the doctor request that no DNA would be carried out after his death. Mm. Mm -mm. no he did that because it's true that's the right scare white karen's going white as that sperm let's check the chat room see what you guys believe uh the race is uh let's see 
was trying to create his own super race white <laughs> the male she hate me <laughs> uh discount hugh hefner white Aww. he got by with his own supply white claimed all of them white white dirt diggler white jackie treehorn white white niggas ain't intentionally being a father Ah, the correct answer is white <laughs> i'm mad at his picture though he's like he just shot some sperm like like his face is saying surprise it's firm in that yeah today at folgers we secretly switched the sperm with swapped it with mine uh, no, we let's did. see if they can tell the difference we secretly switched your cremos with sperm <laughs> uh is it showing up in the chat mm-hmm. okay that's him right there yeah, the best part of waking up is sperm in your cup, cup. mm-hmm uh all right let's do another one <laughs> old man spurring in people's shit what's fucking sicko <laughs> no one does test these things i feel like it should be like some fail safes in place to make sure that never happens well, this was in the 80s and 90s but still look like that it has something there yeah um an oxford university student who stabbed her tender lover not tender like t-e-n-d-e-r but tinder like the app okay okay <laughs> she stabbed her tinder lover in a drink drink and drug fueled row could be spared jail by judge because she's extraordinary and it would damage her surging career an extraordinary oxford university student who stabbed her tinder lover with a bread knife could be spared jail after a judge said a custodial sentence would damage her future career as a heart surgeon lavinia woodward 24 swiped at her boyfriend with the blade before stabbing him in the leg boyfriend i thought it was a tender love anyway she then hurled a laptop in the glass and a jam jar at him during the drink and drug fuel clash at christ church college oxford christ church college oh god woodward who currently lives in milan italy previously admitted an unlawful wounding at an earlier hearing judge ian pringle said the offense would normally mean a prison term but instead delayed sentencing and slapped her with a restraining order to stay drug free and not be not reoffend. he told the court it seems to me that if this was a one-off a complete one-off to prevent this extraordinary able young lady from not following her long-held desire to enter the profession she wishes to would be a sentence which would be too severe what you did will never i know leave you but it's pretty awful and normally it would be uh it would attract a custodial sentence whether it's immediate or suspended uh prosecutor kathy oliver said woodward met her ex online and at the time at the time of the attack her behavior deteriorated the student's boyfriend called woodward's mother on skype and his then girlfriend punched him in the face before assaulting him with the knife defending james sturman qc said his client's dreams of becoming a surgeon were almost impossible as her conviction would have been disclosed had to be disclosed woodward had a very troubled life struggling with drug addiction and had been abused by another ex mr sturman said lavinia woodward would will be sitting september 25th guess the race white karen's going with white guys all right let's check their chat room and see what you guys believe uh innocent porcelain death angel white <laughs> porcelain death angel 
oh this one could be a good rock and roll group uh gifted hands deadly hands oh, <laughs> <laughs> only on lifetime white captain saver <laughs> becky white black black vivian thomas black oh so good to be a white woman tender kisses white Aww. uh stabbing someone and it's called and it's calling it off leniency white swipe white <laughs> she got knife skills white the correct answer is and y'all were split on this but she is a white woman some of you guys did go with black though y'all were wrong y'all should have known she was white they don't care nothing about black women in their futures like this that'll smack their ass and told her to go to jail i put the picture up from her facebook that explains it all by the way because she ain't just a white woman she one of them like blonde skinny this picture she cleaning a boat with a nipples hard white women you know ah! like this is that you know that's ultra super you know uh hot white where the, the the judge was definitely ruling with his penis um i mean i guess in a way it's kind of good to see a woman get the benefit of the doubt that we normally see the the excuses used for male offenders Correct. that are violent where it's like we don't want to mess up this rapist's future by him not going to college and being a lawyer in rape cases exactly. for the defense but don't do dumb shit either right <laughs> but uh yeah so it's, it's i guess it's it's different to see it happen for a woman but yeah you know you should have known she was white guys come on yeah. all right let's do the bonus round guys double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race bonus round against the race so far Karen is three for three. Let's see if she can keep it going in the bonus round. Getting nervous? Yes. All right. Alicia honest. A woman is arrested after hitting her husband in the head with a bamboo stick. Oh. Coos County Sheriff reported uh responded to a report of a man who suffered a head injury on North Lake Road in Lakeside. When deputies arrived, they spoke to forty two year old Elizabeth Mole who they say appeared to be under the influence of drugs elizabeth told them that her husband robert mole had hurt himself don't hurt yourself uh deputy spoke to robert who says the incident happened when he asked elizabeth what she had done with his chainsaw elizabeth told him she had pawned it when robert asked for the receipt she flipped off flipped out and hit him in the head with a bamboo stick well shit sheriff was able to locate the bloody bamboo stick on the property robert was treated on the scene for several lacerations and scratches to the head he refused to be taken to the hospital elizabeth mule is charged with assaults to an unlawful use of a weapon and was taken to coos county jail her bail is this a typo her bail was this has to be a typo okay yeah, i'm just gonna say it i this is crazy it can't be right her bail was set at $275 billion. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely an error. Some, somebody put a comment in the wrong place. That, that, 
no that, no that somebody didn't move a decimal so 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 anyway guess the race i'm still going white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe good grief 275 billion who's the, who's the copy editor there that's uh, what happened when you fire these people and you get them their own logins white i got your receipt right here lady mayonnaise white despite that high ass bail white white everybody's going white on this one um trying to be tim the two man white Aww. uh the correct answer is white Why would she have a bamboo stick laying around? Mm-hmm. What kind of shit are they into over there? Caning? I don't know, but a bamboo stick sounds like it's hard as fuck. I'm so, well, it cut his head. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, anyway, did that picture show up? Mm-hmm. She like Nick Nolte. And she did that. And not just any Nick Nolte, like another 48 hours Nick Nolte, y'all. Yeah, it's terrible. she got some pointy ears like an elf. Mm-hmm uh all right guys let's do some uh some sore ratchetness and uh we'll get we'll get out of here um where are we at here what's my sword uh sound effect there we go sword wielding man uh was accused of attacking three men over uh, wait do we already do this one over a tv uh i don't remember uh, chat room did we do it i don't remember a dispute over a tv resulted in a man allegedly using a sword to attack three others uh nrp emergency task force officers notified the incident but did not respond to the scene on the scene police learned a resident had allegedly attacked three other males at a residence over the ownership of a tv no serious injuries were reported a car was severely damaged by yeah okay yeah we did cover this and this is the one where they said we don't know if a sword was used in an attack but he had a sword um all right how about this one a bally wait hold on bally mena a bally mena man who held samurai sword at partner's throat handed suspended sentence of course of course let's just give him a suspended sentence there's no reason to come down to bring the strong arm of the law down on this fucking <sighs> I mean, a man told his partner she better sleep with one eye open before he burst into her house well, and damn. caused injuries to her neck with a samurai sword caused injuries to her neck suspend the sentence y'all Stephen William Clark 50 of Don Club Gardens attacked a woman at her home in the town of Shane Leave Estate last summer after telling her that when he arrived there was going to be fun a prosecutor said the woman had been in a three-year relationship with clark and after they had an argument the previous day about the defendant's drinking the woman went back to her own house the prosecutor said there was a cycle of clark drinking too much and then apologizing on the day in question the woman had received texts from him apologizing again but when she did not respond the messages became abusive because men are so level-headed and not not emotional at all she was being emotional the prosecution lawyer said clark told the woman she should sleep with one eye open and he was not that far away and he said she might need someone bigger than me than me with 
wait he said to her you might need someone bigger than me with you when he arrived at her house so basically it's gonna be a fight later the woman heard banging at her home which uh was clark breaking the door down he ran at her arm with a samurai sword and held it to her neck and said he had eight boys outside prosecutor said the woman received injuries to her neck court was in uh clark was in court for sentencing on six charges aggravated burglary with the intent to cause grievous bodily harm common assault threats to kill criminal damage to a door that's that's okay and improper use of public electronic communications network defense barrister stephen law said that immediately after sobering up clark engaged with his gp uh had not taken alcohol since and had not troubled the police since the incident last july mr law said clark had an insight into how intolerable he was with alcohol and taking and that uh he had terrorized the woman the judge told clark that he had inflicted terror on the woman and imposed a seven-month jail term suspended for two years along with an anti-harassment order so i think that means typically if you don't get in any trouble you don't have to go to the, just the seven months it was it's only gonna be seven months how's that not like attempted murder you put the sword to her throat he warned clark that if there's any hint of causing annoyance to the woman again he would go to prison whatever motherfucker there ain't no real sentence mm-hmm. oh my god all right uh we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening guys i hope you enjoyed it live uh i'm sure tomorrow we have a lot to talk about i know we got some bill cosby stuff to cover okay oh, shit. i know i know uh so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.